Hello, my name is Liv Jacquerel from Liv Sin, and you are listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, how are you, Liv? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Just going to see if my camera can focus. Yeah, now no, it's better. Awesome. Thank you for joining me. Good to see you again. Well, good to see you. I'm just going to put up the volume a little bit. Yes, talk a little bit. Can you hear me? Check, yes. check, check. Yeah, good. Got me? Good. Good. Excellent. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Um, I'm good. Good. Just got in a little bit too late. Oh, no worries. What time is it over there? It's like seven o'clock at night there? Six o'clock? Uh, no, six o'clock at six Okay, so you're about six hours yes. ahead of me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Cool. Well, I won't keep it too long. Let's just talk about oh, Lips. Yeah. I've Absolutely. A, I've been a fan of your stuff for forever. You've been in my cookbooks and and, and yeah. but uh, I love the new Live Sin stuff, especially I don't know how to pronounce the um the title of the record. Is it Kali Yuga? Yeah, that's right. Kali Yuga. The song I've listened to uh obviously is the one that's out is anti hero and I absolutely totally dig it. How, what's been the uh, response to it so far? Uh, I think that the response has been very good so far. Um, I mean, the, the reviews are starting to get in now. And uh, today I got like, we got four reviews that was very good, but obviously we had some not as good. Also. Right. You always have those. And uh, I know it is a little bit um, a diverse uh, album or uh, it, it has both some older styles and newer styles. So, of course, if you, if you like the older style of heavy metal, you might be a little bit uh, confused or disappointed. But, um, yeah, most, most actually uh, good. So the first thing I want to jump into is how did you come across or how did you get to Madsen to, uh, to mix and master this? He's been on the show before. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's he's really great. Um, it was a record label is Danish. Oh, okay. Yes. So when we talked about um, who was going to mix and master, um, he uh, he obviously came up with some Danish names, and two was one of them, and uh, Jakob Hansen was one of them. And uh, when he sent out test mix to a couple of guys and but when we get uh, to a mix of he did uh, and here was the test mix for uh and immediately he got kind of the right sound we didn't have to ask him for much and then we just felt like he understood he really understood what type of sound we were aiming for so uh yeah so i'll be very happy with so did he do the whole record then yeah yeah that's great he's got quite a resume behind him Absolutely, and I mean he's he's he is great with metal, so I'm happy to have him on board. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk about antihero for a second. Heavy, heavy message. Yeah. What was absolutely. it like? What was it like writing that? I mean, did you feel all those emotions as you were writing it? Yeah, I think it was once again on the news with uh, one of those shootings. Uh, probably in the States, but I mean, where there have been in Thailand as well, 
but that was this year and this was i mean we wrote this album 2020 to 2021 so um so it was probably i think it was one of the big ones in the states yeah uh, and i just felt again very frustrated and disappointed on humanity and um it got me just thinking and 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 it it's it, i mean it's it's a subject that makes a good lyric or a song lyric or anything that makes you just think a little bit and i i just uh, like thought to myself um a little bit what what happens inside the head uh on both the person who who um shoots so right. many people without a reason in my mind or in my opinion uh, and also the victims for that uh yeah what um metal has a way or heavy metal has a way of definitely like shining the light on topics just like that i think there's nothing really sort of like metal right it makes you think and maybe by yeah. its, its design so i think yeah. that was a perfect you know a topic for it and what have yeah. what has been the comments to that of people reacting to that as well as the song yeah and mostly obviously good reaction and like good topic and etc but but also we get the 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 frustrated gun lovers in the states who who uh, always, always have to claim that it's not the guns that it's the problem so yeah so and, and i know that they that would come so i was prepared oh, yeah for that. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think there's anywhere else like that in the world except the united states where it's just so no bizarre no. Live in this bizarre world yeah for us as over here in in europe and i think especially in scandinavia we had very we have uh strict laws so and being brought up with those strict laws uh it's right i i has i have a hard time understanding that the right to gun is more important than human life but yeah. that's obviously it's my opinion and the sure. way i'm I'm well, right. <laughs> I'm from here and I've yeah. been brought up the exact opposite way, but I kind of agree with you. I mean, there's absolutely yeah. no reason for all that nonsense. So no. what was it like <laughs> writing this record? You said you wrote it through 20 and 21. Was that pandemic times? Yes, because uh, 2020, I put Live Sin on hold because I was doing a reunion with Sister Sin mm -hmm. uh, that summer, like a festival summer reunion. Uh, so I put live sit on hold uh we um split with our label i uh was i split with two band members and i was like put it on hold and do sister scene and we take it from there right and then it didn't happen with sister scene uh everything got cancelled and because of the pandemic so the three of us that was still in live scene we we just like Okay, we had to do something. So we start to make the new record now, even though we don't have all the band members and we didn't have a label when we started writing a new record. But I mean, what to do? You are a creative person. So what can you do when you can't play? You can write music. Right. Yeah. I think uh, we're going to see, and maybe we're seeing it now, maybe in 23, we, or we'll see it even more that everybody was locked away for so many years or two years or whatever it was working on their craft, right? Honing their yeah. craft. You couldn't do anything. I think we're going to see like a renaissance of arts, not only in music, but in everything because people were really working on this shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, I mean, that kind of is going to be the, uh, I guess the upside of all the nonsense we went through. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something good will come out of this as well because for us, for example, um, since we started to make the record and we couldn't play live, we also started to work on how to do live streams from our rehearsal. Right. So we learned how to put set that up. We bought ourselves an totally uh, like in-air system so that we can use the sound from our uh yeah from our mixer our own mixer to out to the streaming service yeah uh and i mean we didn't know anything about that before the pandemic and now we actually know how to do that so that's even this zoom good. right we would never have done zoom before no i don't I even mean, think it existed right yeah so so i mean that's something we have we have learned stuff during this period as well and we haven't developed stuff so i think that's that's a good thing when you guys were writing the record were you able to get together in like a, a room and write or were you writing like sending things email i don't know what the lockdowns uh, were like both both i mean we didn't have a very strict lockdown here so we started by jamming in our rehearsal uh, and then when it got a bit worse, uh, we sent each other files instead and didn't meet, but that was mostly because everyone was afraid of spreading and right. getting sick, etc. So but the, so we did both. But okay. we did a lot of jamming. We actually could do a lot of jamming. That's uh, great. And I know it's good. That's why it was good. Yeah, I think it ends up being more organic and more real when you take advantage of the time together and bounce things off each other as opposed to sending it back and forth. Absolutely, absolutely. When, um, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I forgot exactly what I was going to say, but, um, forgive me. Yep, that's just, fine. It just um, disappeared. Yeah, it just disappeared. Uh, we were talking about lockdowns, which I know. We were talking about lockdown <laughs> and things to do during the lockdown or, or like that people have, we will see a lot of more creative stuff coming up. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to jump on that thought. Just yeah. got lost. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. I'm back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you guys are writing, are you writing the song for like how it's going to come across live on stage? Like this will be a good place for a, a chant or a breakdown or, or are you writing a song for the song's sake and then trying to adjust it to the live setting? Uh, when I write the melodies, I, I go very much live thinking. Uh, when I do the melodies and the lyrics uh, to make it like, oh, yes, this we can, as you said, this is the good for audience. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah, that works. I, I, do, I absolutely, I work with that a lot. <laughs> um, but when maybe when when we are like just jamming around with the music, I don't think we think about it that much. I think it comes in when I start to write the melodies. Okay, so more with the lyrics yeah. than actually. Yes, yeah. So let's talk about your Patreon. You've you've been pretty successful with your Patreon. That's that's a whole nother full time job, isn't it? Absolutely, and that's also one thing that we started I, during the pandemic. I mean, I I see I looked at Patreon like six years ago, but then it seemed uh, very hard to do it here in Sweden because of all the paperwork. I think they made it easier now. Uh, so I was like, oh no. Um, and now when we were suddenly not playing and didn't make any money at all, uh, we had to find, like, can we find an income, a little bit of income somehow 
And it is hard. And you always start to think, did we do the right thing? Because now we put all the first singles first, except Why in the Storm, where we send the, the first on the B side of the vinyl. Uh, but we did the first three singles. We put them first on the, on the record. Well, and I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea, but it feels like it was a little bit of a today thing to do to put all the singles first. Uh, when people come to Spotify or in, in the scene right. and they listen to the, the songs. But uh, we'll see. That was, the, um, yeah, we talked very much back and forth with that. And in the end, we settled for the, the singles first. Yeah, I mean, everybody's um, attention span is like 30 seconds. They just move yes. on right away. There's no listening to, sitting down and listening to the record the way, you know, you put it in no. order. And, no, and I don't. And understanding so. it. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you got to move along and, and adapt to whatever's going. Absolutely. I think that is one of the things that we learn as well, that you have to look forward and not so much backward. But sometimes it is hard. I mean, I miss the days with Sister Scene when, when I could be the band and the artist and Sister Scene could be the band and we didn't have to do all these other things everything. that we have, right. everything. Um, so... So, but still, uh, you can't look back because everything is going forward. So you have to try to adapt and move forward with those things. So we, we try to do that, but lives it. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been at this a really long time. Did you ever imagine you'd still be doing it or making albums that are, you know, relatively? Uh, yes, because I don't know any. Uh, I should not say that I don't know anything else, but I can't see myself not making music. I'm one of those persons that there are a couple of weirdos out there that that can't they just can't do anything else or they get right. very don't they don't fit feel that they fit in in a normal job and i never felt like i fitted in any normal job i tried a lot of them right. and i mean i work today in a veterinary clinic and i love animals but i still feel like i'm just doing that because i i have to because i want to do music right and you got to pay the rent right and you got to pay the rent so so uh i i am definitely one of those uh that likes i'm gonna do music but but i realized at least that making music music on your band is really really hard today so you have to find other things so right now i am i'm uh, working on uh, on my ability to produce music and make music other style of music or just make music and trying to to uh, get into the music production thing i mean you have to start somewhere i'm not very far yet but i love doing that and i think that that is something that i mean if i start now or i started a year ago um, five years maybe i'm pretty good at that Sure. And then I can make money from that as well. And I can do music, but from different sources right. or streams. Yeah. Are you looking to do all kinds of genres? Or are you going to stay in the in the metal wheelhouse? No, I, I would love to do a lot of other genres, but I don't want to sing that music. For me, right, right. I, I want to sing metal. Uh, but I love to do other style of music and also produce other people's music because I think I have a pretty good ear, at least with the vocal production and where to put stuff and, and melodies and hooks and that. So um, that is what I'm trying to work on to get better on. And uh, I would love to do other style music. I would love to do some, I would love to do pop music, but not 
for me for some right. no no i get it yeah <laughs> yeah so i've got one more for you and i don't know if you know the answer to this but i'm always curious why do you think there's so much or so many really good metal bands or heavy bands coming out of scandinavia sweden finland yeah. Norway? it's an inordinate amount as composed compared to the rest yeah. of the world. i think that one part is that uh I, it's not only metal it's a lot of music coming from scandinavia uh, and i think that's a lot of that has to do that we have the um what do you call it commune music school uh where we when you are kid when you're a kid here in sweden you can go almost for free to learn an instrument from 10 years old i think you have this the first uh, and it's it's very very cheap and we encourage uh, children to go into music or theater or art very very early um, so I did that I started with flute and uh, moved, moved on and and that was just like natural in my in my school in my what I remember was like that was something that almost everyone did if they were not very good at sport, then they did the right. sport instead. But if you didn't do the sport, then you go to the music uh, part, the, the um, yeah, the music school that that we had like after after hours or after school, right? Uh, to learn an instrument, um, and it could be drama as well. It was not only music, but mostly music. Um, so we had a good, we have a good stable base. Right. to start with and and so people get early into the music and of course a lot of people then stop they don't they're not right. interested anymore but a lot of people continues also again because of the cold weather nothing to do here i mean people say that all the time and i know there's cold weather on other places <laughs> obviously as well uh, but it, it's it's a feeling is like either sport or music that was the the two things you did when you were a kid at least when i grew up um and a lot of people were like playing in bands and yeah and obviously then some will get good and, yeah, sure yeah and then we had the like the first uh really heavy stuff uh coming out and with the gothenburg sound etc and i think that just yeah. and it, it and then and then it became a next wave in music from uh, from Scandinavia and Sweden, and then the black metal from Norway. So, right. and even Finland's got like a crazy amount of really good bands that come out. Of Absolutely, it. definitely, and a lot of those symphonic styles as well. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really interesting. Well, Liv, that's all I have. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you absolutely, absolutely nice talking to you. Nice talking to you as well. Thank you, my friend. It was good seeing you again. Good yes. luck with the record. Oh, thank you so much. Good. Maybe seeing we'll you. see you over here somewhere. I hope so. I really hope so. Be yeah. well, my friend. <laughs> Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.